welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and then sneak in some marijuana. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I'm just super excited to get through this fucking first half so I can go watch this thing. I'm not going to lie to you people. And I'm Brianna, and you bet your ass I changed my Disney Plus password after purchasing Black Widow. Oh yeah, just like I'm going to change my underwear after watching Black Widow. And today, <laughs> we'll be watching the highly anticipated American superhero film, Black Widow. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations for the film and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. As always, I'm going to plug Dopeflix, which is a podcast that I do across the web uh, right now we're covering loki with kyle from reality cray cray and it's really fun so you should go check us out over there also give us a review over there give us a review here just fucking review us if you listen to us review us i would really appreciate it and i'd love you so much thank you brianna tidbits i gave you a review uh, did you yeah you'll find no, it thank you I once it gets approved i appreciate that how you doing tonight you good you excited Oh my gosh, I'm so ju- I'm juiced. I am juiced up. Jack to the t- jack to jack to the tits right now. Black Widow <laughs> is the movie of the night. It is the 24th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is brought to you, of course, by Marvel Studios. It is written by Eric Pearson, who is a writer on Godzilla vs Kong and Ragnarok, which makes me think that there might be some moments of uh, humor in this, Brianna. Maybe not as straightforward as a as the first Captain America or original Thor, probably along the lines of the newer, the newer, the newer vibe of the MCU. Um, I've been going back and forth in my head about how serious and boring it's going to be, but it's been a long time since they dropped a stinker, like a real like serious like Thor two stinker. So uh, it was also written by Jack Schaefer who created WandaVision. She's a showrunner for WandaVision. She um, worked on the story for this, and that kind of makes me think that somehow maybe Wanda might be tied into this too. I'm probably totally wrong, but they're both Russian, so... Right? Like, Doesn't that make sense? Um... A little bit of a stretch. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. you know, I like your creativity. Right, I appreciate All right. it. I'll... Uh... I'll leave it on the floor. Uh, directed by Kate Shortland, who directed episodes of Smilf. If anybody's seen that, uh, how did Disney land on her to fill this role? I don't know. She's she's been around making making shit for like twenty years, and uh, nothing crazy. And she really has like eight like eight actual IMDb credits, and now she just gets to make some Marvel money. So good for her. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but okay. Hey, Disney people can watch Smilf too. That's true. I guess they're just like, I guess it's a running joke right now that Marvel's just, just plucking people out of nowhere to create these movies. So maybe she, maybe it's going to be really good. She's going to make a name for herself like Chloe Zhao or, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe pete doctor watches smilf and he was like hey i got this girl for you yeah i'll send her over to, i don't <laughs> want her for pixar but we'll, we'll send her over to marvel plan b from disney it uh it stars of course scarlett johansson as natasha romanov rachel wise as melina florence Pugh as elena baloba and david arbor as alexi 
Brianna, I didn't know that Emily Blunt passed on this role because she was doing, do you know what movie? The what role? Like Black Widow? Yeah, she passed on the role as Natasha Romanoff. I thought she was doing like Mary Poppins. No, Emily Blunt was doing Gulliver's Travels. Okay, yeah, that was a long time ago. I forgot. 2010. The movies were, you know. So she was like, I can't be Natasha Romanoff. I just bird boxed myself. I'm doing, I'm doing Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> I'm doing Gulliver's Travels. So Scarlet signed on, and uh, I guess she she worked on a treatment for the film with uh, the co writer for Guardians of the Galaxy. And in some interviews, she said that. She wanted to do a standalone film really badly. Like, and this this was in the midst of her being in all the Avengers movies, and she said that, you know, if it was going to happen, though, it really needed like to be driven by the demand for the audience, and that was in two thousand fourteen. I mean, I really like Emily Blunt, um, but when I think of her, she's hot. But she doesn't have like a naughty thing to her. Like Natasha Scarlett Johansson's like naughty. <laughs> yeah, she's and, bad. and that's what this like person needs. Black Widow needs to be like a little naughty, a little sexy. Uh, but yeah, Emily Blunt's not like but sex. I'm not she's Emily like Blunt's not- cute. She doesn't like you know. We've only seen her in like a quiet place lately, and yeah, she's not looking sexy she, at all. In she that. couldn't star. She but- couldn't star opposite JGG and Don John John. No, see, that's why ScarJo's the, you know, she's got like a winky face to her. Exactly. Emily Blunt couldn't be the voice in her. It's just not possible. Uh, This thing went through hell to get to the screen. I'm, I'm convinced. Joss Whedon was supposed to direct it at one point, which I'm glad he didn't because his style of Marvel movies is my least favorite by far. Too serious too mainstream and boring they remind me of dc movies in a sense and i'm glad that marvel shifted away from that that point of view into more flowy vibes the more flowy marvel that we get today the the light-hearted happy marvel not that it didn't have those tones back then but it's a different ball game now it, tr- it truly is joss whedon also got me too out of existence so nobody wanted to to deal with that dude uh, yeah, what a bummer. Scarlett Johansson, though, she said she wants this to reflect the Me Too movement. She wants, like, Natasha Romanoff to be, like, the the female champion of the Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh. that was a bit much for me. Uh, but at the same time, it at one Alrighty. point in time, I guess it did have an R rating. Or, like, they were concerned that it would get an R rating based on the script. So they had to rewrite it. And that makes me think, like, because they want to touch on a lot of, like, how she's, like, essentially, like, a, a sparrow, right? She's just, like, a, like, a sexual, yeah, that's, that's sexual some dark agent. Stuff. Like, it's some dark, yeah, it's some dark shit. And I think that's kind of the route they wanted to go, but they weren't exactly able to go full tilt. But I think that's, like, I think we're going to get some vibes that ScarJo was, like, sexually abused in this. Like, I think we're going to get that vibe from Natasha Romanoff. Which is going to be like a, that's an interesting route for Disney to take. Well, they like got their tubes tied, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. We're... Like when they were younger? Did I make that no. up? Oh, geez. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, oh, Spoiler sorry. alert. Did I spoil Jesus. something? Oh, fuck, fucking goodness. Brianna. 
I thought they mentioned that in one of the movies. Ugh. I thought, you know, it's the, I forget which one because they're all just one giant movie to me now, but I thought it was when her and Hawkeye were like talking about having like a family and she was like at their farmhouse and she's like, it's so nice that you have a family. Oh, yeah. And then like they, yeah. Bruce and her were like, oh yeah, we won't be having those. And Bruce was like, oh yeah, I definitely can't be having Yes, that. they did talk about that stuff actually. The fact that she can't yes. have children. Yeah, you're right. Suck my. Yep. I'll suck, I'll suck your dick. I'm sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> Um, I'll suck your dick all the way to Macon, Georgia, where this movie was filmed partially. <laughs> uh, 87 days this it's movie took Brianna. From May to October, they filmed 87 days within that time span in England and Macon, Budapest, and Morocco. What a pl- you imagine, just imagine being like a, a production assistant, you know, you're just like, I don't know. Like the director's assistant. Ugh, Budapest gotta, today. Budapest to Morocco tomorrow. Oh, the next six months are going to be wife. hell. Oh, poor you. <laughs> uh, b- b- <laughs> Scarjo said that she and her, her and Kevin Feige sat down and they specifically. Okay, so Tony Stark was supposed to be in this, and he didn't make the final cut because her and Kevin Feige sat down and said that they wanted. Natasha Romanov to be able to like stand on her own like she can do it without any like superhero supporting casting help and I was like what the fuck man that's bullshit like I want to see Tony Stark (laughs) I want to see Captain America like why would you why would you deprive me of that that's so dumb that's so so dumb I'm personally upset at that I how do you feel about that I mean if she thinks that this is gonna be some sort of like champion of the me too movement then it makes total sense but yeah like marvel is now like notorious for other marvel characters showing up in you know not their movie and it's fine it's not like we were watching it just to see i don't know ant-man in it it was like no we're watching because it's black widow yeah calm down give me some fan service though like i want to see these other people that like Dude, I've watched 23 of your fucking movies. You can't give me one person from one of the other ones? Like, are you serious? I'll take... We're not asking for anyone important. I know. I'll take a cameo from Pepper Potts, for Christ's sakes. Oh, like, fucker. Yeah, that's but no, true. It's, Actually, that's I, just I, like I don't part care of like the fun ass. of watching the movie. You're just like, oh my gosh. And then you're like, oh, there he is. Exactly. Um, at the time of this recording, there she is. There she is. Yeah. Well, they're not going to fucking do that. And that's probably why at the time of this recording, it has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb based on 13,000 reviews. It also has an 81% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 270 reviews and a 94% audience score based on a thousand plus reviews. It also has a 67% on Metacritic and a 92% of Google users like this movie. Now, I said that it makes sense that it has a uh, 7.3 out of 10, insinuating that it's a low score. Now, it's not the highest score, but I did do some checking. I checked on Captain America. I I checked on Iron Man 1, Thor, um, Avengers, Endgame, Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And Captain America got a 7.0. Thor got a 6.9. Um, Iron Man got a 7.9, Captain Marvel got like a 6.7, so like 7.3 seems pretty good, so that seems pretty reasonable, and uh, uh, Winter Soldier, I know a lot of people are 
are big fans of that, and some of some people even say that's their favorite movie in the the MCU. Me, not me personally. I I'm not a huge fan of of Civil um of uh of Winter Soldier, but that even got a um seven point one. So this is you know point two points higher. So. A lot of people have been shitting on this. A lot of people have been saying that they're not excited to watch it. A lot of people have been saying that they're going to watch it reluctantly. I'm genuinely excited Who the for fuck? it. Yeah, I've, I've. Re- this is why I don't have friends. See, I don't want their opinions to sway mine. Like, who the fuck are they? If that's your thoughts, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, and I can understand the hesitancy in going to watch this, especially because it's been pushed back so many times. It's weird that it's set after Civil War. It's weird that it's the first oh movie gosh, in Phase no. Four, and that it's not going to tie in with anything else. But at the same time. And maybe you're not as excited about a Black Widow standalone. I'm really not excited about a Black Widow standalone, but I am excited about a Marvel film because, once again, they have not missed in fucking years. So I have no reason to believe that they're going to miss now. So I'm jazzed up. You too, Brianna? Yeah. I don't know who you were asking, like, if they were going to be excited to watch this movie. Maybe you should have just only asked me. Cause I'm jazzed. That's fair. We're we're both jazzed and jacked to the tits, and I'm ready to hear both synopsis. And I got hot dogs and cupcakes, and we're <laughs> we're going for it. It's two hours and two hours and twenty minutes, baby. Let's do this thing, Brianna. Give them to me. Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she came <laughs> became an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, wow. Okay. And yours said yours was just as long? No, the one <laughs> that was the one that I found, and then you normally you know I create yeah. one. This one actually came from IMDb, and I just thought it was funny enough. Okay, <laughs> let me hear it. <laughs> a film about Natasha Romanoff and her quest between the films Civil War and Infinity War, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, okay, clearly they made that before anyone even knew what the movie was about. <laughs> I love that. Okay, everybody, grab your pearl hot dogs and your soup and your bowls and your bongs and and your uh, any of your Adam and Eve products. And, yeah, your dildos and your vibranium dildos, vibranium dildos, and your candy thongs. Crossover event. <laughs> We're probably gonna see Hawkeye in this. I don't see why we wouldn't. And in three, two, one. <laughs> And we're back from watching child trafficking, a Marvel movie, I guess. <laughs> this, that's essentially what this culminated to at the very end of the day. A lot going on, Brianna. So cool, so hot, but I don't know I don't know if I can say that because it's a movie about getting me too'd. Uh <sighs> Good. I enjoyed it. It's a Marvel movie. Cool. But it was more reminiscent of an earlier phase Marvel movie, which makes sense because they're, I mean, timeline wise. It's the complete opposite of what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What What did you think of Black Widow, Brianna? Okay. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good Marvel movie. I love ScarJo and I love 
love, love Florence Pugh. So I was okay, and I was, you know, it was fine. I, however, don't think it'll be, you know, top ten on my Marvel list. No, absolutely not. But I don't it's, even know if it's cracking fifty. It's not. It's not bottom of the barrel. That's for sure. It's not Thor two. Like I didn't sit oh, there. No, no, I didn't no. sit there going like, "Ooh, gross!" Like it wasn't the Hulk. It's definitely better than those. It wasn't any of the Hulks. No. It, uh, but it did give me. Like, kind of maybe like Thor 1 vibes, where you're like, yeah, this is good, but also like, eh. Except not as exciting as Thor 1, I guess. Because it's just her fucking... Dude, like, it's just her running around and like, trying to beat up Hydra people, and it's just all about technology, and they, they once again fell out of the sky, and... She doesn't have any... a great Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like, she doesn't have any superpowers. So, it's just kind of lame sometimes. Like, it's... she She's just super good at fighting. The backstory was very interesting. And that definitely carried it through. But the worst parts of this movie were when they were just talking. Sometimes they would just talk for, like, three minutes in a, like, in a row. Just, just talking about nothing. Just so boring. Yeah. Like, this is a Marvel movie, dude. Like, I didn't... I didn't come here for the dialogue. Yeah, I'm not fucking... This is an Oscar shit over here. Like, get your shit together, man. Like, that's why they had to bring it to probably bring somebody in to rewrite this shit. Because there were too many dialogue scenes. Well, we want to explore the characters. Like, oh, blow it out of your asshole, man. This is Marvel. I'm not... Driving Miss... Driving Miss Daisy... That's something that honestly like surprises me because I I guess like outside of Marvel, Scarlett Johansson's like a good actress. So good. Very talented. <laughs> and so it's weird that like she just doesn't portray good actress in these Marvel movies. Like she can fight like a son of a bitch, but like yeah, most of her dialogue you're like, okay, yeah, she's just there for like serious resting bitch face. Like it's not like she speaks in a I don't know, poignant way where we're like, oh, we gotta listen. She's not making speeches like Cap or anything. No, that's a good point, too, because outside the resting bitch face, her facial expressions are not great, and, like, the acting was, was really weird in this, if I'm being completely honest with you. And once again, yeah, Scarlett Johansson is a very, very good actress. So it it, it just doesn't translate to Black Widow You feel like Rachel Weisz is, like, a good actress, and it just was like, what was she doing in this? Her accent yeah. was fucking wacky as hell. David Arbor was fantastic. <laughs> he was my oh, yeah, favorite no, part he of the was whole great. He's so funny, and him is the original, like, Red Rider Captain America. Like, I love that shit. I think that was fucking fantastic. Mm. I'm so fucking high. Oh, my God. Yeah, you are. Um... You sang the entire movie. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting you. Ma, 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 ma. A lot of Star, Star Wars and mini references. A lot of mini Star Wars references going on. Um, Brianna called Brianna. What did you call? <laughs> what did you call the main villain? I didn't. You don't want to get into that. Like you don't really do that right now. That's, that's the fair. spoiler zone. Okay, that's spoiler zone. We'll get into it. Brianna because the main villain like is has a mask. You don't know who it is. Like that's a spoiler. <laughs> She makes a very off-color joke later in this episode, so stay tuned. 
honestly, though. Yeah, I make an off-color joke, yet you told me what you said on Doflix the other day. Mm, oof. <laughs> Abortion jokes. They're in right now. It's so hot. So hot. Just like, just like uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Olivia Pugh. Whatever the fuck her name is. Florence Pugh. Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh and David Harbour were my favorite part of this film. Fl- they had, like, the same humor. and uh, Florence yeah. Pugh reminded me of Bucky. Yeah, like a fun... Sidekick. Like a fun badass, has, like badass sidekick. Yeah, interesting, funny things to say. Yeah, I really enjoyed them both. Florence Pugh and David Arbor really saved the day. I would say, I would say a lot of people could could see this. I really don't. I think that it works as a good standalone film. I think that it works as a good like just standalone female superhero movie like not even tied to marvel not tied to any property i think that you could just get away with being like yeah that's a good it's a good uh good action movie good superhero movie that's helmed by a woman and it's not an origin story but at the same time it kind of is it's kind of it's kind of weird but uh yeah they don't spend a lot of time like harping on her her origin really just kind of get into what what she's trying to get after but it's pretty cohesive i think that the ratings that it got were were pretty fair um, it it doesn't hold a candle to the three hours of Loki that I just I've watched over the last two weeks. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Think about think about that. Like, or honestly, Wandavision was better too. Was mm. was Captain America? Captain you America know, was better. I do. I kind of revert back to what you said about how it is like one of those original Marvel movies, like one of the ones that came out before we knew it was going to blow up into like a huge like universe yeah. so like a Joss Whedon kind of Marvel no that's rude to say <laughs> it's not that bad no but it was it was a bit reminiscent of, of that um how many popcorn bags are you giving it mm, I'm giving it a th- thirty. Three out of fifty nom nom noms. Okay, I respect that. With a with a recommendation of, I would wait till you can stream it on regular Disney Plus. You don't really need to go pay for this. No, do not pay thirty dollars for this. It's probably not even like, if I'm being honest, if I saw this in theaters too, I would have been like, oh, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Marvel? I think in theaters though, it would have been much better because it would have been like a full screen, and I would have been like, okay, like that was. That was worth my $30. I'm upset that I paid the $30 for the premiere pass, and now I just have it, like, forever. Or until I I feel, you know, for a long time, and it's kind of like, I wish it was just a rent. (laughs) Well, now you can do a proper rewatch. You can slam that in between Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I can watch all 24. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoop, whoop, beep, beep. All aboard. We'll do the we'll do a rewatch on our Chicken Tender Road Trip. Chicken Tender Road Trip Ooh. YouTube channel coming TBD. How many uh, popcorn bags would you give it? I would give it 34 popcorn bags. So right around right around where you're at. I feel like a 68 is passing and it's uh it's a reasonable score. I would totally recommend it. Obviously, if you're a Marvel fan, you're going to see it anyway, but um, if you have any reservations about it, check it out. You watched all the rest. If you saw Thor 2, you should, you'll be fine. Just put it that way. 
Um, and honestly, I would say that like for people like my girlfriend, I think that they could watch this and, and enjoy it. It'd be fine. Like just like it's a little cringy. Just somebody who's like not. <laughs> not like not into superhero movies no you could definitely watch it and not have any sort of like knowing abouts of what goes on in the the mcu Mm. it's just like a a nice standalone action movie yeah uh definitely a bit cringy which we'll get into and at least for me (laughs) least favorite parts because who mama there was some there was some interesting stuff going on at the end of this movie that really makes you raise an eyebrow because it really does touch a lot on I mean, not necessarily child sex trafficking, but, like, child sex trafficking. Like, that's essentially what the movie's about. And about, like, dominant, male-dominated industries. <laughs> and uh, and power struggles and, like, all that kind of shit. So, it, it, there were parts that were like, oh, Jesus, this is cringy. But, be- but because it makes you think in a, in a real kind of more high level um, than most Marvel movies... Spoiler zone. Does we still does it still go? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. Favorite parts, least favorite parts. Brianna. Favorite parts. Florence Pugh. <laughs> so hot. So hot. She's Once so, you touch the she's so hot. Oh. She was the reason why I watched that scary midsummer movie. Because I was like, oh man, she's hot. The guy was hot. It was just like a big hot fest. And then it was like a real big hot fest at the end, if you know what I mean. So Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. Get, get fired up for the end of that movie. <laughs> she's really talented though, and I'm glad that she's in a Marvel movie. And we will definitely see her in Hawkeye. Uh, we are in the spoiler zone, so you have seen the movie oh, yeah. at this point. Uh, at the after credit scene, you see that Julia Louis-Dreyfus comes and confronts Florence Pugh and says, if you really want to avenge your sister, you can find the man who killed her. It shows him a picture of Hawkeye. And we all know that he didn't kill her. Natasha sacrificed herself to get the soul stone. Did we know that? We do know that. Um, and so, well, I mean, I guess we don't know that. but No, we do know that. Yeah, we know that. Um, and then so, uh, we're definitely going to see her in the Hawkeye show coming up in November, I think it is. So that'll be fine. She's, she's enjoyable. I think Hawkeye is going to be like, a, maybe probably a little better than this because they've really been knocking it out of park with those Marvel shows lately. So I've got some... I've got some good vibes on that. Feeling the good vibes on that. What, what about you, Brianna? Um, I hope so. I mean, can Marvel go, what is it now? Four for four. Four for four. Can they sweep? Ooh, I can't <laughs> wait for Loki on Wednesday, dude. It's going to be so good. I can't believe it's over. I know. Uh, okay, well, let's not let's not dwell on Loki. Right. Another favorite part, just Florence Pugh, like, in her, how she bought her vest, and she just had, like, interesting, like, funny little things to say when you think she wasn't going to be funny. She was funny, but that's how Florence Pugh is. She's just so effortless, and I just love her. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson killed a kid, bro. Yeah, that was not one of my favorite parts, so why don't we keep that one in the the least favorite parts? Well, that's, that's under my favorite parts. 
favorite part for Brianna was the unmasking of the bad guy, who is definitely a dude. Like, you can tell it's a stunt man and not a stunt woman or any other, you know, possible thing because it's just it's got like a weird look to it and then they unmask it and it's like phantom of the opera and you're like (laughs) what is that (laughs) you see him coming around on the corner like in the the like (laughs) rat infested basement of that opera house and he's like oh now, and then you're just like, what? That's who's under there? To be fair, Gerard Butler. She, she does have a she does have a burnt up face. It, like it is burnt up because Scarlett Johansson bombed this man's office and, and tried to kill his daughter because to like set a precedent or whatever. But either way, <laughs> so sure, her face is kind of burnt up. But the villain, the Harvey Wine, there's like a Harvey Weinstein character who's in charge of all the the Black Widows. And uh, mm-hmm. that's his daughter. And he's going, she's grotesque. She's hideous. Look at her. I can't even it's stomach it. And she's not even that bad. It's not even that bad. Like, it's, it's really, he's so aggressive. Like, Phantom of the Opera was way worse. 100%. And he's just like, ugh. Ugh, no one will ever love her. And it's just like, she's kind of like half, like a quarter of her face has some like third degree burns. Like, definitely some deep scarring but like you wouldn't look at this woman and be like oh oh my god like what happened to you you'd be like oh that's she's clearly like a burn victim that's that stinks but very very well, this beautiful guy's a woman fucking dick yeah so uh yeah we get it it all makes sense like once you start speaking more you're like oh of course well, what i didn't get was he said that he had to put a chip in the back of her neck but not because like she like was a burn victim. I feel like he just wanted to control her. And he was like, no one will ever love her. Now I have to put a chip in her neck and control her. I couldn't tell if the chip was like also to keep her like awake. Because judging by her injury, it looked like she got, she got blown away pretty good. So I don't know if the chip was also like her Robocop like thing. And that's how it like kept her. Well, alive? she went because f- she wasn't looking so hot. At <laughs> she went limp when Scarlett Johansson took that chip out of her neck. I think she like pa- she went par she got went paralyzed. She she's like a paraplegic now because she was just laying there on the ground like her arms were kind of like in like a T Rex kind of like situation. That's because she was like, wow, this outfit is so heavy. And, she, and Scarlett and like five minutes had passed and then they were just like kind of talking and hanging out the and family then, has like a reunion and then they panned the the woman the burned up woman on the ground not being able to move she's like just twitching like eyes open like help me yeah um I don't know. no callbacks Do you have any favorite parts <laughs> i mean no fan service pretty bummed out about that i i i really uh i really would have liked something there once again there's been 23 movies and you can't even give me a little something and also a little disappointed that there was only one after credit scene and that after credit scene was teasing hawkeye like <laughs> Come on. Like, man. where's like, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Come on. We have Shang-Chi, Eternals. Eternals, and then Spider-Man in December. And you gave me a Hawkeye 
spot like well like little thing was, like dangler uh, like come on buddy when i was trying to research some titties i was reading that uh Julia Louis Dreyfus was supposed to be like in the main part of the movie, but since uh Falcon and Winter Soldier came out before this because of COVID, that like they took her out of it. That's so dumb. They should have just they should have just released this fucking movie in May. Yeah, honestly, I don't know what the fuck they were waiting for. Like, I think I read at the box office that it only did like four million internationally, and it's like, did I read that wrong, or was this movie just? Not that's bang. That's bananas. That's that doesn't even that doesn't even make any sense. They, they they should have released it last year. There was no reason for them to push it back. I understand they were probably afraid of what the possibility <laughs> the possibilities of it, but I guarantee you they would have made more money. It's just Yeah, imagine if you released this last May on Disney Plus for thirty dollars. I would have bought it. Everyone was inside. I was desperate. Like last May I was desperate. Everyone got into Tiger King, man. Everybody on the planet got into Tiger King. You could have capitalized. They could have released it in June. That would have been a perfect like summer flick. You could have watched it outside if you had a projector. Yeah. Or you could have watched it inside by yourself because you were probably all alone last June. Ooh. Least favorite parts, Brianna. <laughs> when the Harvey Weinstein character was like like punching scarlett johansson in the face it made me super uncomfortable i did not like that at all not a fan he was just he was just punching her and she was going like you can't even intimidate me correctly like you're just so weak and feeble and big strong man and he was just wailing on her and it was like please stop please stop doing that i don't like it well you know girls can get beat up too okay but she would but what I didn't like was how he had like that pheromonal blocker in the fact that he's just like such a weird conniving pervy man that he has to like put this like anti you know women thing on him so they can't attack him because you know that like old ladies would try to beat the shit out of him if they could. I, 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 that's like the most devious shit I've ever heard in my entire life. So he's just, he definitely is just a rapist. Yeah, that was dark. That was dark for some Marvel content. I yeah. was, uh, I was not prepared for that aspect. Like, we're already doing child, like, sex trafficking, trafficking. Like, okay, it, that's a real issue. But, like, woo, we didn't need this whole pheromonal thing. And that dude looked like Harvey Weinstein. He was Harvey Weinstein. He just looked like a perv. Like he looked, he fit the bill so well. He was the worst villain ever, too. He didn't have any superpowers. He just controlled a he bunch was just of like fat and nasty. Just a fat nasty dude who controlled a bunch of women with pheromones and and like technology. I I, I really don't understand it. I I also didn't like when Scarlett Johansson broke her nose and then reset it. Ooh, that really. I loved that. She she broke her nose because. <laughs> That's where, like, the pheromone receptor was that he implanted in her. And, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think. What? Wait, no, she broke her nose (laughs) so she couldn't smell the pheromones. And then reset it. Yeah. And that was, like, fucking really intense. I didn't. The pheromone receptor is your nose. (laughs) I thought, no, I thought he implanted a pheromone (laughs) receptor in her. In the synapses of her brain. <laughs> In her medulla oblongata. <laughs> that's why that's why he was so he didn't have a toothbrush for sure. He definitely didn't brush his teeth. Um least favorite parts otherwise. 
middle part was kind of boring. Like the, the, the like the maybe the bulk the, of the talking. The, the bulk of the talking, like the middle, like mi- minute t- thirty-five to like fifty-two, just a lot of talking and narrative. And a minute thirty-five. There's this. There's this rule of thumb in screenwriting. It's not a rule of thumb, but it's just something that most screenwriters use, and it's called Pope in the Pool. And I always think about that when I see movies like this because the ru- a poop in the pool <laughs> a pope in the pool, and essentially it's like say you're watching a movie and somebody's explaining some boring ass dialogue, like some boring minutia to you via dialogue, like like the scene where Black Widow and fucking Florence Pugh were at the bar, right? In that mm-hmm. in that scene, like wouldn't it have been more captivating or interesting if they were doing it at a pool and there was a pope just like walking around like in the pool you'd be like what the fuck's going on like why are they you'd be so confused but you'd be getting all this information in a more enjoyable way and like it's just kind of like they should have been doing they should have they should have done something they should have relayed this boring ass information outside outside of like just like the boring ass way they ways they did it should have been like fun and eventful and like oh we're explaining all this weird boring shit but like haha like it's it's enjoyable though so you're supposed to put a pope in the pool in a marvel movie yeah pope I don't pope, know pope, about that. pope in the pool <laughs> if you if you watch marvel movies you probably don't believe in god so I don't. I guess Pope in the pool. Pope in the pool. <laughs> um, that's all I really have, though, Brianna. If I'm being completely honest with you, I, um, it was uh, not a lot to say about it. It didn't really give you a lot. Kind of mini little universe that they created, because obviously we know none of these people show up in the next like quote unquote like seven years of the Marvel universe. Yeah, that was that's. It's kind of a bummer about this movie, but that brings me to my headline. Headlines? <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it! <laughs> There's rumors that Florence Pugh is going to be Black Widow in the future. Well, she is a widow, right? Yeah, but she's like, since Natasha's gone, it's supposed to be, you know, I think that what we maybe see her in Hawkeye... She might be the new, the new, new widow. So is Julia Louis-Dreyfus like the head of a good agency or a bad agency? So after we saw her in Falcon and Winter Soldier, I did a little digging because I didn't really know who she was. I know who Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, but I didn't know who her character was. And like... She's supposed to be like a good person, but I think she's a bad person. I guess we'll find out. Kind of like Renslayer in fucking Loki right now. Didn't know what was going on with that chick. She's a bad person. She oh she now definitely a bad person. But at first you're like she's a bad guy. What is she sucks? I hate her. I didn't believe her for a goddamn second. Um, <laughs> she's a bad guy. <laughs> Do you have any more headlines, Brianna? Because I don't. Um, there's, uh, no, I don't really have any headlines. I just wrote down two movies that are being filmed in Boston right now. Ooh, what are they? There's a f- reboot of Fletch. 
Which I don't know what that is. Oh, that's like a Chevy Chase movie that came out in the early 90s, I think. Well, it's starring John Hamm. Okay. And, oh, okay, that kind of sounds familiar now that you say that. Okay. I didn't, I've never seen it, I but like it John sounds Hamm. like something I used to scroll by. Yeah, and then there's uh, the Ray Donovan movie starring Liev Schreiber. Ooh, Ray Donovan. I have to watch the rest the of the movie. I should watch the rest of those seasons. <laughs> that's a That's a good show. I watched the first season. Solid. I don't know why I didn't watch the rest. Life happens. I think it like came up at like a also like other hot showtime. Mm. Showtime show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you don't have any headlines? No, I got no headlines. I I honestly I looked and not a lot of headlines. Not a lot of headlines this week. I yeah. I there was like a lot of headlines, but just none of them seemed like any sort of yeah. important headlines? We made a rule that we were only going to do headlines if we were if we cared about it. And I think that's a, Yeah, that's only a, if they piqued my interest. Yeah, and nothing piqued my interest this week and that's because there's just nothing going on right now. It's the summer. Oh. There's um there's a new movie coming out that's not about a new topic or anything, but it heavily uses the usps but it's not the usps it's just like u.s mail service what <laughs> what do you mean hold on i'm trying to read what i wrote do you ever write something and you can't read it for sure yeah all the time yeah i've got no fucking clue <laughs> yeah whatever good enough for me <laughs> but uh, yeah i watched the trailer and it's about the uh it's a, like a true story about how they oh it's it's um it's the story about how people counterfeited coupons and they like sent them through the mail and it was like this whole oh i with kristen operation. bell right it has kristen bell yeah and, uh, i did see, I, some other woman yeah I, but like kristen bell looks so weird in it it's like you can just leave kristen bell the way she looks like why do we why are we trying to like Give her that, like, Jennifer Lawrence when she did the Joy movie. Like, just leave them the way they are. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll get it. I w actually watched uh, <laughs> the first minute of that trailer, and then I turned it off because, I was like, this looks stupid as shit, and I never want to watch this movie. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, Go check out the Loki review we did over at Dopeflix. Uh, we'll be doing our last one this week. Next week, we are watching... Space the Jam. The Tomorrow War. No, you stupid bitch. We're watching Space Jam. <laughs> Put your hands up in the air. The Michael Jordan one? For the real time. No, Space Jam 2. The new legacy. The legacy drops. Legacy jams with LeBron James. Get into it. We're excited. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We love you. Check us out on Instagram and on Twitter. And Brianna, say goodbye. Adam and Eve, we would love a code. Dildos, please. Thank you. Bye. We love you. Bye, Beans. Bye.